Hey guys, Dan Wolchmidt. Welcome back to the Edgy Conversations podcast. As you know, this is the podcast for driven people with clear goals who want to be their best self. Now, if you're wondering, when the heck did we get that tagline? I am so glad you asked because it's all, well, it's not all about today's episode. It's going to be a, a nice connection to what we're talking about today. Again, this topic for the month is surprise and delight. How do you deliver surprise and delight? Whether you're working for the man, you are the man uh, or woman, you know, whether you're a shot caller or the shot doer, how do you deliver surprise and delight? There's a whole world of opportunity out there for people who can deliver surprise and delight. It's just, it's so massively important. So important. So how does that connect to our tagline? Driven people with clear goals who want to be their best selves. Over the last few weeks, we've had the Bring Your Own Awesome mini-series, and I, I wouldn't have traded it for the world. We've had 200 plus episodes of the Edgy Conversations podcast, and probably my my favorite 10, 13, whatever uh, number there were, 13 of these episodes became my 13 favorite podcasts. There's been one or two others that have been massively successful, but by your choosing, by your listening patterns, I can tell they're the best because they're the ones you've been listening to the most. So that's really cool. It's exciting for me. But before that, and for the last year, I have had a tagline on my website and on this podcast that read a little something like this radical help for people who want it. I mean, you heard me every every day when I did a podcast, I would say, this is the Edgy Conversations podcast, as you know, radical help for people who want it. There's nothing wrong with that tagline, but it just didn't sit right with me. I mean, it kind of did, but but... You know, those of you who are already listening to the podcast, you know what we do. You know that it's radical. You know that it's helping people have to want it. You know all of that. But for those just browsing or looking, they want change. They want help, but they're not sure if they want radical. They just want great ideas that work. And so I thought, how do I make this more clear? One of our team meetings, Sarah and Matt were talking about the Bring Your Own Awesome miniseries. And I think it was Sarah who said, you know, I'm just impressed by how many driven people are inside your community. And I kind of shrugged it off like, yeah, of course, they're all driven. And then the more I thought about it, I thought, you know, not everybody's driven. And to have a community of people that are driven, wow, that is pretty unique. That's pretty awesome. I'm glad I'm part of that community. And so I thought, what if we framed up our tagline to be a little more clear so that if you are a driven individual and you're looking for other driven individuals, you know, hey, I should go play in that playground over there, right? And so our tagline, driven people with clear goals who want to be their best self, kind of came to be. Now, let's go one step deeper in this because if I improve a tagline, it's almost entirely in the pursuit of delivering surprise and delight. I might say being awesome. And if you ask me to differentiate what's the difference between being awesome and delivering surprise and delight, I'd probably look at you with doe eyes like, I don't know. I, I can't tell you. It's the same thing. Maybe delivering surprise and delight is a little more clear. It's a little more descriptive, right? It's not uh, you, you know, esoteric. It's pretty specific. It's delivering surprise and delight. But to do that, there is a valo, a val, valo, a val, a valley. It's a valley. Like any success, there's like a sine curve. 
There's a dip. There's some darkness. And, and that darkness is the time that you have to invest figuring it out. It's the money. It's the loss. It's the obsession that's required if you're going to level up your game in your life. See, most, most companies are not at all interested in delivering surprise and delight. They're interested in driving either more sales or more profit. Surprise, sure. Maybe. Usually it's bad surprise, right? Not good surprise. Delight, I, maybe. Very few people are actually focused on that. It takes leaders like Steve Jobs who were maniacally focused on beauty to where you really understand what surprise and delight's all about. I'm reading Creativity Inc. about the founding of Pixar. And their dream at the creation of the company was to make the, the world's first completely automated, uh, animated, computer animated movie. Not 10 second clip, but full feature length movie. Of course, that culminated in the wildly popular, if you have kids at all, right? Or even if you're, if you're a human, you know Toy Story. Very, very first. Smash hit, massively successful. By the way, it's interesting too. Steve Jobs owned, I think, 70 or 80% of Pixar, bought the company because it was struggling. And it was spun out of Lucasfilms. Pretty, pretty dang cool. Uh, when Lucas was going through a divorce, I believe. I don't want to get the facts right. Uh, he, he needed cash, and so he, he spun off this unit that, that was just costing him money uh, at the time. And Steve Jobs sunk seven or eight million to buy it, and then spent, or five million to buy it, another five million to keep the company alive. And over the next seven or eight years, put another $54 million into this company that had not done anything successful. And he got into... There was, the, there was this kind of war, war of words and war of, of like direction and vision. And the founders of Pixar said, no, we want, we want to create the world's first animated movie. But they didn't start there. You know where they started? They started by selling computers, like computers, not laptops, but like computers that were for people to edit videos and make videos awesome. And they only sold a few hundred of those computers. That's it. That's it. By the way, that computer sold back in the, the late 80s for something like $120,000. So it was not a, in today's dollars, by the way, it was not a, something that you would have on every corner, right? Which is very, very, very expensive. After selling the computers, which no, you know, their hearts weren't in selling computers and hardware, their heart was in making the world's first animated movie. So they were continuing to do that, try that, but to all the animation required massive computing power, which back in the day wasn't growing on trees. You know, it had to be invented. It wasn't even invented yet. It had this passion. And they were failing and failing. And, you know, it's, he talks about having to go to Apple headquarters and ask Steve for more money. And every time he did, Steve would push back. What are you guys doing? What are you guys doing? And Steve was smart enough to know that they were onto something, but
but he wanted it to be something that wasn't costing him so many millions of dollars. And he would say, I'm not making payroll. I'm not going to fund this anymore. You guys have got to get, you know, got to get your shit together. And they would beg and plead and plead and beg. And finally he would say, fine, fine, get out of my office. And, and they were persistent about their goal. They wanted to build the, create the world's first animated movie. From those discussions, it took a full seven years, almost 12,000 storyboards to take what we know as Toy Story. You just, if you've got Disney anywhere, right? You flip the channel or flip a stream and you've got Toy Story 1, Toy Story 2, Story, Toy Story 3. By the way, each of those movies takes years to build, years to animate from the storyboarding storyline to the script, to the animation, to the characters. It's not easy to, take, to build one of these movies. Everything was agonizing. But the one thing that Pixar would not sacrifice, and if you've ever seen a Pixar movie, then you know how strong John Lasseter feels about this, is story. Why can adults sit, sit through Toy Story? Uh, or Wally, uh, or countless other Toy Story 2s, Toy Story 3, Monsters Universe. Right? Think about all the, the Incredibles. Think about these movies that adults, you know, they're not horrible. Adults can tolerate them. In fact, there's even some funny lines in there that, that adults get. It's because they were unwilling to sacrifice the story. They obsessed about the story. But it took them years to get to that point. Now, I am, a, I am an impatient person. I want big things for me. I want big things for all of you. I don't want to wait, and I don't want to have to go through the valley. The valley sucks. Failing sucks. Spending $30,000 on a website, which is what we did for danwalchman.com. Maybe it was even more than that. I kind of lost track after a while. Maybe it was as much as $50,000 and a year's worth of work to where we're throwing it away and starting over. That's painful. That's expensive. Kind of makes me feel stupid. But if I'm going to deliver surprise and delight, I can never be satisfied. I, I, sh I can be satisfied. I, I said that wrong. I cannot be satisfied with anything less than that. The measure has to be to deliver surprise and delight. And not just to people who are already in our community, but to people who are looking for a community as awesome as all of you. They want to be a part of something that's magical and momentous and life-changing. And unless I'm able to deliver surprise and delight, I have to keep trying. And that is hard. It's hard for me and it's hard for all of you. And I don't want to gloss over that because some of you right now are in the thick of it. You're in the dark spot. You're in the valley. The shade is pulled down and all you see is night and you're going, I don't think I'm in the right place. This doesn't feel comfortable. This doesn't feel right. It feels like I'm a big loser, that I don't know what I'm doing, that I'm making mistakes. And what you need to go back to is your intention. Why are you in the valley? You're in the valley because you decided to go take on the mountain. And the valley is what's between where you are and the top of the mountain. Because you can't have a mountain without a valley. And I'm not here to blow motivational puffery at you or anything foo-foo that's metaphysical. I'm just trying to point out the fact that 
you put yourself in the valley because you want to grow. You want more. You want a higher level of you. And you're driven and you have a goal. And that's pretty amazing. And by the way, that's also pretty rare. It's pretty rare. Because most people wake up in the morning and just hope life goes by quick enough so they can go home and drink a beer and chill out uh, on the sofa and watch a couple hours of TV or game on the Xbox or go pick up chicks at the bar or whatever it is that people do. I don't know. I'm not that person. I'm like you. I'm driven. I've got goals. And there are times where I'm in the valley with you and it's dark and I'm going, man, am I a fool? Man, am I an idiot? And it, it bears remembering for all of us that to deliver surprise and delight is not an easy feat. And if you're feeling stuck, if you're feeling like maybe this isn't what you should be doing, like you missed you know, a billboard along the highway of success, right? Like no one told me I was supposed to get off at that exit. There is no master plan to delivering surprise and delight. It's on you to figure it out, which is why it's hard, which is why your success comes with a valley. It's also why when you figure it out and reach the top, so few others will be able to compete against you. So few others will ever be able to rise to that level. They want to do it. They see you at a higher level. They're kind of jealous and a little bit envious. But what they don't have is what you have, which is that drive, that goal, that clear sense of what you are worth and who you are. And that kind of raw animalistic sense that you will not sacrifice your destiny so that you can feel comfortable, so that you will feel not awkward. You're cut from a different cloth. You're driven by a different sense of purpose. And all of that, while grandiose, comes with some pain. So if you find yourself in the valley, I just want to encourage you. Valley's not forever. Darkness is not forever. I was texting a friend of mine the other day. He was a high-level executive, one of the biggest beverage companies in the world. And I said to him this, every night I've ever had, whether it's literal or figurative, every night I have ever had has always turned into morning. And the sun came out. And it's not just Pollyanna. It's truth. The sun comes out. So be bold. Be brave. Take on the day knowing that your goals are going to cost you, but they're absolutely worth it. And if you're looking for other people to encourage you, man, we are, we are, we are taking the idea of community to a level that I have never done before, ever. Never been a part of as a person in other people's communities. So stand by for epic levels of awesomeness, building a free course on productivity. There's lots of amazing content, lots of great people for you to connect with. I'm excited you're here. Between now and the next episode, here's my challenge for you. Find one person that seems like they're going through a dark spot. Send them a note of encouragement. It could be a text message, could be an email, and it just needs to be this. You're amazing. Keep trying. Keep going. That's my message for all of you. See you back here next time.